0: Welcome to A Wandering Witch Podcast. This is Navier Alora. I am a natural born clairvoyant medium, a pagan priestess, and a wandering witch. This is episode nine, a chat with Dr. Sarita Elizabeth Cox, a naturopathic wise woman that I've known for nearly 20 years. Before we get started, as per usual, the guest and I sink in with our breaths and they guide me in a pre-show divination. Here are some snips. So I'm gonna shuffle, and on your behalf, so we'll take a breath together. I'm shuffling, and you tell me when to stop.
1: Okay, stop.
0: Okay. Wow, the card that I chose, I opened right to it. adam and eve vibe
1: yeah i get kind of the eve vibe so interesting i mean i I, i'm curious about eve and this snake around her neck and her her masquerading
0: before this reading Mm -hmm. oh wow So talk to me about that. I mean, is it like you are looking at Eve as was she duplicitous? Was she did she have malintent? Was she just curious? Is um, like is is the story rigged? Is that kind of where you're going with it?
1: I think of all the things that you've suggested is that the last option is that she's rigged and there's a picture painted about the feminine mm-hmm. who is inaccurate there's a certain tale that um is woven around witches and um i mean we've had that story um, burned to us we all have a duality within us right mm-hmm. and it really is about what we garden
0: Mm. so true yeah I'm I actually blown away by
1: it I'll have to dream on that one
0: yes Usually
1: I'm kind of shocked with that
0: I mean we've known each other a long time but we've had sort of like a weaving where we're in each other's lives and then we don't see each other for a long time or hear from each other but I feel your presence all the time Yeah, I always you know what I mean I always feel like you're there and we can dip in again mm. and it's a, a well that's being nurtured
1: Hmm. i am so grateful to you i never um i've already learned so much just in this moment about i feel the richness and all the all the work that you've ever done around the cards which is very new for me in a certain way you know like with my own deck so i just feel like i feel your guidance is with me and i'm so grateful
0: uh same let me formally introduce you (laughs) which just sort of kicked off If you would like to hear the pre-show divination in its entirety and other behind the scenes sharings, plus have access to bonus content such as post-show solo flights, where I go for a wander on my broomstick and share witchy background stories related to this episode, as well as artist offerings, where I share on my Patreon blog, the art of the featured guest. This is to create a deeper connection between the listener and who you all are listening to. Plus, my hand scrawled show notes that I zhuzh up with some digital scribbles just for fun. The podcast here is $5. Sign up today at patreon.com backslash Witch to support me and my works and this podcast. Welcome to, so this is episode nine in a Wandering Witch podcast. Very fortuitous. That triple goddess, three times three. (laughs) Yes. This is going to be witchy. Even though it it sort of presented itself as a holistic healing um, format, I feel like it's going to get witchy. Mm -hmm. So episode nine, Mm -hmm. welcome Sarita Elizabeth Cox, She is a naturopathic doctor and a licensed acupuncturist. As a practitioner of vitality and wisdom medicine traditions, she guides holistic transformations with education, empowerment, and awareness. And her supernatural power (laughs) is creating healing spaces on this earth. Welcome, Sarita. I'm so happy to have you.
1: It's so nice to be back on your wavelength.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting that we would reconnect at this moment because a few days ago, um, I've been practicing real sky awareness versus tropical astrology. Mm. And um, now I have a handy dandy sky app that I can look at the stars and see where the moon is and where the. Um, you know, actual placement of things are from our point of view from the sky app versus what the tropical astrology maps say. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've been trying to give my attention to what's actually happening in the sky and it's been really powerful and cool. And the other day people were saying it was a full moon in Pisces, but when you looked in the sky map, it, was actually in the splash of the water bearer yeah so i did a meditation on it and i was thinking about i really want to connect with the moon being the moon um essence in aquarius that is actually happening and if they would talk to me Mm -hmm. it as an actual energy and she was so humble and she sort of like had water flowing out of her hands, out of her hair, out of her feet. And it was just like everywhere she stopped, water began. And there's a lot of Aquarius when I know that are just so kind of like, hey, man, what's up? Like very, you know, down to earth and real. So that was kind of the vibe of this Um, moon and Aquarius being Mm, and when she was when her water was flowing out of her body in her hands like such creating this river I thought about what you said to me when Baba Haridas gave you the name Sarita. Mm -hmm. Yes. Would you share that with us? I would
1: love to share that with you. And I just want to say, I just got a communication from two of our friends at Mount Madonna just yesterday on the email, and <clears throat> the fire just burned down Bonnie Dune, which was you know Baba Hari Das's residence. Right. So I don't know if you. Know oh my that. gosh! They had another near miss at Mount Madonna.
0: But no, I, I didn't.
1: Yeah, I just. Uh. That. So we definitely are. Um, cycling background, that shared time and um, Mm -hmm. that energy. So Baba Hari Das um, gave me my first, what I say is my first um, meditation name. And it was very interesting the way he chose it. He used a book of astrology. And so you would meet many other of his students that might have your same name. And um, when I asked him about the meaning of it, he said that It means the river, which gives life to all living beings. And it is water. It means river. When we hear it in the prayers, Um, Mm -hmm. we hear it in an incantation of, you know, the growing growing trickle of water. So we would hear whatever the word is for small river and then larger river and then ocean. And so in all my astrological charts and in my Chinese element constellation, I'm water deficient. And so I kept the name Sarita because when people encant it, it brings water to me and it brings balance to me. So even though it can be awkward for people, particularly in the South, um, to come up with a new name that's unfamiliar when people ask me if I have a preference, what I'd like to be called, I I continue to say sorry, Ta because I do feel it brings water toward me. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but within the last two years, um, after the food forest got its roots, which you were so helpful with during that process with me, and especially the spell candles that you created and the intention that you helped me set for that place, after the Food forest got its roots, and my office, my home became my office. I then built a tiny house and I built it over a natural spring. Uh, And I can't, and it's completely unplugged, it's all run on solar. And it's been tremendously healing because I've just become deeper and deeper in relationships that we can find water wherever we are and how to make more relationship with the thing that helps us stay balanced, if that's what we're wanting to do, right?
0: Right. Oh, my gosh. I love that you're off-grid. We're off-grid here, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's really nice not to be hooked up to the grid. It has its challenges. but
1: True that. Oh. True that. But it's really healed my adrenals. So like in Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. one of the expressions of, Water is the kidneys, the bladder, and the adrenals. And, you know, when we find ourselves so burned out, water, meditation practices, these are the things that often just really deeply heal us.
0: I feel that it's interesting when you said that Baba Haridas gave you Sarita and it was meaning the river. What you said to me in that time was, You want to be accessible as a healer, Mm. as a uh, medicine person, as a doctor, to be at the level where everyone can Mm. connect in with you, to be that source. And it's interesting that you feel on whatever levels that water is what you need. It's also what you give to others Mm. as as you're healing water flow. That is That's so such, cool.
1: Such a beautiful reminder. I mean, it is really where the journey has taken me closer and closer to source. And um, thank you for that beautiful reminder. That's why relationships are so valuable to me because it gives us remembrances and of ourselves. Not only over time, backwards and forwards, but again, in that, as we were speaking earlier, in that very nonlinear way in which we connect. That's the fire. That's the, that's, that's the fire you are. You're so.
0: So, you had just mentioned that um, that was the fire element that I am. Would mm-hmm. you speak to your amazing project that is rolling out right now, um, the Elemental Wellness Cards?
1: Yes, they're actually the fire summer season was the deck, the final deck of five that I've been working on over a year long real time project. So when we connected, I asked you to um, take a quiz that I could um, have a good estimation of your constitution in the Chinese medicine system so that we could get a um, constitutional deck to you. And the way this is trying to make it as um, accessible and simple as possible, when we're at source and we come into duality, the yin and the yang of things, and we continue our separation, it can be the three doshas, the four directions, the five elements. We're looking at a constellation and a pattern of the way we have fallen out of balance to guide us back towards source, toward our best Mm. self. So your, your fire constitution, you may have particular physical balances and imbalances strengths and weaknesses you will have these also on the on the emotional and also on the mental level so generally people with the fire constitution have more issues with um, circulatory or immune issues these are the ways they can go out of balance autoimmune disorders perhaps. And in the, um, in the mental and emotional realms, they, they can manifest their gifts as, um, communicators, which is where I would say you're very, very, um, blessed at, with the presence of your capacity to communicate, um to communicate to being to on on really all levels to, to to our humanness to our astralness your your gift is fire as i see it is this um this blessing that you are as your clairvoyant self and as your as the seer self and also being able to communicate that to other people mm-hmm. so there, there's a little bite of what of what the summer and the fire is within us. Elemental cards are in five decks, and as I said, we just um, created the last one locally printed in the South and packaged in the South, sourced during the di- during the season. Because basically, what I see is when we look around us, and even being in the tropics. You may not be getting the four seasons that people outside of the equator are getting, but you're always having internal weather. You're always going through these generative cycles from winter to spring, from spring to summer, from summer to fall, transition periods between each of those seasons, which are our beloved equinoxes and solstice and all those celebrations.
0: Right. Which I'm, as a pagan priestess, I am even more so anchored into honoring the Sabbaths and the the cross-quarter days, the equinoxes, solstices, because in the tropics, we don't really feel that swing of the seasons in the way that I grew up in New England, for example. Um, And I find that, you know, it's almost like Groundhog Day. It's always mm. pretty balmy, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, may have more or less rain, and may have some evening coolness coming down from Mauna Kea. Mm. That's kind of how we we change seasons: mm. the the direction of the winds, mm. the coolness of the air at night, mm. and the increase of precipitation, and of course hurricane seasons. But yeah helps to acknowledge the equinoxes and solstices living in the tropics even though um, they feel differently here Mm -hmm. it's a different it's a different map for sure Mm -hmm. but
1: well the in the earth season it's all about as you're saying transition and um, we're moving you know from summer we will officially in this system make room for the transition period which is 18 days and that's that's from september
0: 14th to october 1st and that's coming up
1: Mm -hmm. yes so that will just be that's just around the corner and um the themes on the earth really have to do with that um that dynamic balance between the hungry ghost and knowing that there's enough that everything that we have need is already here. It's about the way we balance ourselves and our guts. And when we come, I love that you guys celebrate it. So, so honorifically because in this system, I also chose to make, to really represent earth as four times a year. We all need to come back and nourish our guts four times a year. Mm cultivate and rewild the population of that universe within so that our microbiota serves us and that we can serve, um, more imbalance. So that earth season really is about, um, grounding ourselves, touching the earth, nourishing, linking, sustaining, um, where fire and the summer season that we're just about to leave from, I just picked five cards for us just to give you a, a taste of what would be in the summer deck.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I'll just read these and, and let you, let you um, feel all of them. I picked five because, you know, we can choose any number, but this seems like a five element kind of thing. Friend, the fungi. Love <laughs> Love heals period between clinging and aversion and aversion bite into real foods bite into raw foods and finally we are all walking each other home
0: mm, so that's i love that the,
1: the feel of summer
0: that feels so good What would Friend the Fungi look like?
1: So what we know is Friend the Fungi, a lot of these cards are to help you notice what's around you and the messages that they're bringing to us. One of the reasons I included Friend the Fungi is during the summer in the south and the rainy seasons, with the heat, we get explosions of mushrooms and mushroom nurseries. So there's just the basic... Eating um, and you know consuming um, the fungi—they're particularly important for our immune function. So, maitake, reishi, shiitake—these are super powerful Im- immune f- foods for us. Which is where the fire element can go out of balance a little bit. It's also the way they communicate. To each other and to us and their extensive networks and the way Mm a mushroom can be communicating with a mushroom on the other side of the forest through these underground networks
0: that. Mycelium running. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: (laughs) Also their um, potential to tap us into um, psychedelic consciousness, which is just, they have a window to teach us about the super conscious, um, if we allow them to break down our fears and decompose us in that way of the, um, over rigid ecosystems and the disbelief that we're all connected.
0: hmm With the psychedelic consciousness, is that something, because I went to herbal medicine school, as you may or may not know, yeah. um, it it was a an energetic Mm. focus Mm -hmm. so a lot of like shamanic it was taught by um, two women who had native roots Uh and training and we did a lot of you know one drop tincture Mm -hmm. journeys Mm -hmm. so um is that kind of what you're talking about maybe not necessarily having to ingest a lot of the fungi Mm -hmm. but just sort of get a taste of its vibrationally?
1: Absolutely. I mean, some people would call that microdosing. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a a not uncommon exploration right now. Um, I think, I think there are so many ways we can, you know, conserve, engage with, fill the energies up on the subtle level levels. Sometimes people need a dose of the gross, you know, it's, um, <laughs> right I mean some, some that's great people are just fine with the uh, the drop of the essence and some people um that that doesn't resonate with them so you, you the fungi can beat us anywhere you know on whatever level and you know herbs and plants in general do that
0: my herb school teachers used to say The mushroom people hold the plant people and the plant people hold us. Sort of like the mycelium or the mushroom people were uh, holding up everything like ancient ancestors with a possible star lineage.
1: (laughs) I have to throw that in there. Yes, ma'am. I agree with that. I've also really become um, I've had a new appreciation for fungus. Fungus world when I started permaculture gardening, because some people might know that as the lasagna garden. It's where you layer to imitate a, a like a um, woodland forest, and the mycelium mm. is a, a critical component of creating gardens that are healthy and in balance. So, so. one of the the base layer in a hugel culture gardening technique is inoculated logs. <clears throat> So mm. that's a pretty beautiful way to schematically think about the fungi holding the plant people, holding us in that, in that chain as we're all walking each other home, right?
0: Right. And just circles right back to it. Mm-hmm. And so taking care of our guts as we approach the transitional earth time, can you give a simple um a simple tool for that
1: absolutely so one of the simplest things we can focus on is what we put in our mouth three times a day or more so i really really like to bring people back around to remembering cultured foods so your raw sauerkraut your kombucha june um in um, even like the sourdough cultures, what, however, we can repopulate with these raw cultures is super super important during these these return phases. Um, what we also want to remember is, unlike the summer where we may eat raw foods or drink green juices, this the we need to ease digest justice Pressure in the. We need to give our guts a break sometimes. So it may be fasting. You know that might be something that you take on during these transitional periods. If it's especially if you're you know equatorial where you don't have to worry so much about being too cold, right? Mm-hmm. Other thing I really that really simple things are the spices that we can use to support the gut. Um, I really like the digestive ginger
0: yeah we're actually growing ginger on our land here one of the benefits of living in a tropical climate turmeric and ginger grow with ease here
1: perfect and you can do you know your natural ferments with ginger even but it's beautiful every way chop it up and put it in water and have a ginger water that's basically no effort but the body really loves that um It could be a tea, it could be a sparkling, you know, sparkling tea, just with like a club soda with your ginger tea. You can cook it in your food. And the earth element transition times are also, it's very, very important to chop and cook your way to wellness during the earth. Because the earth is like the kitchen within us. And so Mm. being eating mindfully, that's a very, very um, easy to start implementing four times a year is as we know like the, the eating at the Buddhist tables is silence because we're concentrating on the food the bowls. The other thing is to enjoy the bounty earth particularly this time outside of the equatorial zones is about the harvest the last moon we had was the corn moon where we would harvest the squash and the corn and we there's so much now and to become aware of the bounty and be very generous with the abundance that that we have.
0: I wanted to speak to when you were talking about the hungry ghost and knowing that we have enough, that awareness during the transitions, um, September 14th through October 1st was the earth transition to have that in top of mind. And I wanted to share with you from a pagan perspective around Samhain, um, the end of October, and even Maybon, which is the autumnal equinox coming up the end of this month, we would do rituals where people would dress as hungry ghosts, Mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of shredded clothing Mm -hmm. um, put ash on their faces in their hair and have these begging bowls and they would go through the circle where we were doing our rituals and would sort of like beg with this empty begging bowl and it was always one of my most like powerful moving you know ritual is like a a, a psychodrama of mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, the way that I view it, at least. It's a way of getting in touch with these primal, uh, essential things that are happening on different levels, whether or not we bring attention to it, they're happening. Mm-hmm. So to do it in ritual, to make awareness of it through Chinese medicine and holistic medicine is so powerful for me to tie all that all together. And to make note that it's happening at this time of the seasons where the pagan rituals include that is so profound and cool to me. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to kind of loop all that back together. Um, So thank you for sharing that. And it's just such practical medicine for us to keep in our hearts right now and ways that we can love ourselves. This is a really trying time for a lot of people. A lot of people feel out of balance in general.
1: It's really interesting. Um, I'm just going to circle back to the Eve card. Mm-hmm. As a consensual um, reality, what, what's driving the fear? And one of my personal, I would say, how I can relate to the, the opposite side of Eve is that downward cycle has um rich um it has it's like a a goya you know when they would talk about india and they would say oh yeah when people go to goya that's where their negative samskaras will grow because it's fertile ground
0: Mm. right Mm -hmm.
1: and then i think this place in the south it has a certain fertile ground for the negative traits that are within all of us, right? But particularly, it scares me because I have gone down that deep, dark journey time after time after fa- time. And I hear myself saying, I don't want to get stuck here because a lot of my capacity to be in the South has always been to to wander, to travel away from it mm-hmm. and then to come back. So... A lot of people, including myself, are really having to look at our deep primordial fears. And it's easy to just kind of brush it off and say, oh, I don't know that, that, that side of Eve. I don't know that the polarity, the duplicity of her. I don't know the deception of her. But of course we do.
0: Right. Yeah. And yeah. how it
1: strangles us. Yeah. It strangles our true nature.
0: I feel like we're, we're looping back to the hungry ghost because yes, when, it's the same thing. Yeah, when we feel like we don't have permission to ask for what we need, we don't feel entitled to it, we don't feel obliged. There's, I used to work for this woman when I was a teenager taking care of her, her children as like a nanny, 18 years old, and she was a little bit of a tyrant and she, but she would say things like, You don't ask, you don't get. And I've taken that and tucked it away and realized so many times where I've wanted to ask or desired something or felt it was appropriate and it wasn't forthcoming. And I would ask for it, and people would say, Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Duh, it was almost a given that it should have been the next step to receive this, but I had to actually mm-hmm. initiate it. Yes. And I think in our culture, maybe especially as women, we're sort of looked down upon if we're too aggressive or assertive or a go getter mm-hmm. or, you know, take off in a direction that's not the, the norm or mainstream, taking risks mm-hmm. and. On some level, that's looked up to and admired. And on some level, there's a lot of stink with that too. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know? Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Yeah. A, quintessential, a quintessential question for the earth transition time is who am I?
0: And doing practices like you just said with um, fasting and tuning in with the mushroom people, that ancient wisdom there that connective wisdom with the mushroom people taking care of our guts. All of that is a good time to do journeys on a meditative level of who am I on a really, you know, profound way to ask who am I -hmm. and incorporate it all. Yes. Yes. And
1: another affirmation for the earth transition is it's okay. Really? whoever we are it's okay all those aspects of ourselves are okay we're okay
0: yeah really yeah we we it's okay really i feel like it's not about finding out who we are so we can judge it, it right. it's finding out who we are because that's the great work that's why yeah. we're all here in this embodied do you remember harmony Yes, of course. I had this poem that a friend of mine who reminded me a lot of Harmony. Her name was Echo. um, And she wrote this poem and it said, Individuate fully. That was how it started. Mm -hmm. And Harmony just loved that poem. Mm -hmm. And I would think to myself, we are just like Echo. It's funny that you would like this. But Mm -hmm. um, in the tropical, they're both Virgos. And Mm -hmm. it's that Mutable Earth, mm. and that feels that, that feels perfect to uh-huh. to ground in your individuation. Mm-hmm. And these transitional Earth times are really mm. good for that. Mm-hmm.
1: Another Earth idea is from ingratiation to integrity, and so when we don't know who we are and we don't feel like there's. Enough, then we often ingratiate ourselves instead of coming from our integrity.
0: Mm, can you give an example of how one might ingratiate? For sure.
1: So let's say this is the kind of scheming side of duplicitous and the scheming side of, of the Eve card, right? Um, you know someone that might leave you something if you perform a certain role for them. But you don't trust yourself to be yourself. You're plotting and scheming and you might be giving them gifts or giving them company. And it's not authentic for you to be connecting or to be receiving mm-hmm. or to be given. but we're doing it with an agenda. Okay. And we may be convincing ourselves that, Oh, you know, but we know in the back of our mind, if we're listening, we want something from them.
0: Wow. So it's it's not coming from a pure place. It's coming from... No. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: An empty place, a hungry place, mm-hmm. an a outcome-based place, right? So we ingratiate, we make ourselves available to others so we can get something from them. Or they can you know, put us in that position that we want to be in right. or they can promote us, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not coming from a, a genuine desire. It's coming from a scheme. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, And, you know, I can feel when people come at me with that energy.
1: Mm, good, because you can trust your gut.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people have been sending me um conspiracy theories and different there's i mean it's like hell is broken loose in the conspiracy theory world everyone's home on their computers it's like they're all snowballing in this you know um and for me i've seen you know for over a couple of decades now that a lot of these conspiracy theories don't hold any weight because they don't happen they don't manifest it it's they fall apart and and It keeps you on this sort of like holding pattern of, um, well, this is going to happen. Well, that didn't happen. Oh, that was because of this, but this is what's coming now. And then you're like on this breadcrumb trail. Where is it leading us? It's leading us to like crazy town, is what it feels like. And, Mm -hmm. but then every now and again, there's a little nugget of, you know, I think this is actually true. Amidst Mm -hmm. all the cotton candy world of, who knows, maybe deception, right? Or just mm-hmm. half-truths and maybe spin, maybe, um, you know, well, well-meaning well crusaders, I'm not sure. But people send me things and say, what do you think about this? And mm. I'll just sit with it. I won't even read most of it. I'll just sort of glance at it and I get, mm. nope. Mm-hmm. Or I'll get, yeah, let's let's open this link and look. And then I'm like, well, this feels right. This doesn't. This feels like there's something here. Research further, you know, because mm-hmm. people tr- trusting your gut without even engaging the mind. A lot of times mm-hmm. it's super powerful.
1: I also think that's another example of the hungry ghost. We're desperate to know mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're not, we, we struggle with remembering that, um, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to things. And so right now, this period feels like forever. And we're, we're always, we we're, we can be very uncomfortable with the here and now, and we're super uncomfortable with the unknown. And so I think that's feeding a lot of, of people trying to figure it out, trying to fix the unfixable, you know, because we feel too vulnerable and we, we feel like we're going to be tossed around the ocean and the sea in a shipwreck if we don't know if our mind can't understand
0: absolutely it's like this this time of quarantine and this you know unprecedented new virus it's like we've we've lost all of our moorings as a culture
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a culture we've just we're like adrift. Well-
1: And we really aren't getting the leadership around the wellness message. You know, nobody's talking about how amazingly powerful our immune systems are Mm -hmm. and what we can do in a daily way to have better function, how to eat better, how to move better, how to stress reduce. There's an unfortunate void in wellness messaging
0: I agree. This
1: time has been really powerful. Another earth element um, concept is separation is the untruth.
0: Separation is the untruth.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's always all, it's not just separation as we're being separated now.
0: I had to edit out some strange static, but what Sarita said was it's not just separation as we are experiencing now but it is separation from source. I wanted to give your link to your website where people can get the element cards and also book a session with you because you do um, like a counseling, like a medical counseling with people, am I correct?
1: Uh, Yes. So the, the site is element-wisdom.com. And what we have available are the decks that you can use in season and also a quiz that you can take to approximate your constitutional uh, element. And there's also um, a, there's a ways to play which is different ways we can use the card. There are no hard and fast rules, but these are some ways in which people have found they enjoy using the cards as guidance. And then we all are unique, even within our fire, even within our water. And so I do a 15 minute guidance session to help you discover how to use the cards best for yourself. And we we actually have Frank telemedicine. This is not exactly that. This is more generally how to help you identify where the gravity of your wellness work can be and how to use the cards in support of that.
0: I love it. Hmm. That's so nice because I mean, the cards themselves look super fun and insightful, Mm -hmm. but you are such a wealth of practical knowledge (laughs) that I'm so glad you're doing that little Um, If you feel you need more than just the cards, Mm -hmm. this is available. That's awesome. Thank Mm -hmm. you for doing this, Sarita. So good. And because you were saying also how we don't really have a lot of um, wellness information coming across in a leadership way right now. It's sort of like no one knows what to believe is kind of what i feel for everyone who says this is something good two other people are saying no this is bad and why
1: yes yes and the cards are all really directed to help us return to source to find a way from the 10,000 to back to the 5 to the four directions to the three doshas to the the yin and the yang but back to source because those answers that we're seeking so desperately about how to be healthy or how to unravel this nexus of, of trouble we've gotten ourselves into, all those answers are inside. And this is simply a way to redirect our energies toward, and we'll just stay in the transition, the earth element to apply self love generously to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the cards really help us redirect on all the levels of which we we are our spirit community our physical self our emotional self our mental self the the ways we go around in the world the habits that we take on the habits that we could be doing, we're choosing not to do. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the orientation, everything's just in a snippet, you know, because if my process was I, was I always wanted to write a book, 365 Days of Wellness. And it really just never happened. It came out in these almost like, you know, I would say bite-size, um, what we have the attention for right now. So the game of the cards really is how do we allow ourselves to find wellness where we are in the moment? So many offerings around our wellness are protocols and um, plans that are easier to buy into, but harder to sustain. hmm So the beauty of the cards is anywhere during the season that you, you can pull a card. They're always there for you. It's like a supplement that never runs out. I love it. It's really pretty. And and the thing is, whenever you're ready for it, you could could pull three cards and have a weekend of wellness for yourself, just based on those three cards.
0: You could divide all the
1: cards up into different categories, you know, the affirmations, the inquiries, the food pieces, there's so many ways to use them. But we're never really going to find our answers or truly vibe with our wellness until we're able to be here and now be here now to mm-hmm. outside our door and see what's happening and touch the earth merge with that right and so these the cards are just prompts they're they're sign markers that they're arrows that are pointing us back toward ourself
0: and i love that they're almost in the guise of like an oracle card Mm. where you can shuffle them and spread them out or just cut the deck to the middle and see what's there for you
1: this time has been really powerful another earth element um, concept is separation is the untruth
0: separation is the untruth
1: mm-hmm. and it's always all it's not just separation as we're being separated now
0: what does what does source feel or look like to you
1: oh gosh that is such a beautiful question. I would say it has a quality of um, being in the flow, being in a, a, a channel of, of dynam, dynamism. Like everything is, there's nothing fixed. It's just all... I don't even want to say possibility. It's just, they say like when you start taking an atom and breaking it down into its components, what we really find is there's a whole universe. You know, it's not just the positive and the negative. It's just like, um, it's foreverness. And, And I would say that what source feels like or the texture of it to me is unformed full possibility and timelessness
0: mm, I love it unformed possibility um, we had one of our chance encounters in the in garden <laughs> mm. back back in the day And I remember you were um, harvesting these beautiful roses, like the Mm -hmm. richest red Mm -hmm. that I've ever seen. And you offered the scent to me and I smelled it. And you said something about um, self-organizing chaos.
1: Oh, yes. In fact, I want to say that that is such a fire concept. Because one of the cards is "Stop and smell the roses."
0: Mm. It's kind of like <laughs> life,
1: life in full bloom, living the life in full bloom, and it's also and it's um, trust, self organizing chaos.
0: Wow! So yes, so, you're,
1: you really you <laughs> you are fire through and through.
0: Well, it's interesting because you're the one who said it to me. <laughs> And Oh, wow. Okay. Full circle here. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really share much about how we know each other, but um, I met Sarita at Mount Madonna Center in the Santa Cruz Mountains in California. Um, We were both doing a volunteer program there to learn about classical Ashtanga yoga. And you had just graduated from your Chinese medicine school, correct?
1: Correct, yeah, the naturopathic Chinese medicine school. That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I came <laughs> with my dreadlocks dusty off the trail,
1: <laughs>
0: just really being led by the seat of my pants with from spirit at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, you were so supportive for me and such a sister. And I know I've thanked you before for that, but I want to say it again. And I did, um, I think we had about 20 people in our group, probably, including the moderators or mentors, mm-hmm. but I had done everyone's mind astrology and you and I challenges that strengthen to each other. You're a blue crystal storm. If I remember correctly mm-hmm. and I'm a red overtone moon and the storms and the moons are quote unquote the challenges to each other because um, it's really a, a relationship that brings out that fire in each other. For example, when I would feel feel sick or ill or something was going on with me, you would knock on my door and say, um, you know, Anastasia, do you want needles or mm-hmm. do you want, do you want wool socks and cotton socks to (laughs) pull your fever out? Or, Uh you know, you, you had all of these amazing practical ways to step in and nurture me and give me that healing. I needed initiate my body's healing, but it never felt, um, never felt false. It never felt like I'm going to take over for you. And for me, I felt like I was in a place where I had to do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. I was in this deconstruction of who am I without a, without a husband? Who am I without a car? Who am I without a job? Who am I without possessions? Who am I without hair? Who am I without (laughs) a home? You know, that's where I was in this really spirit guided journey. And to allow someone to step in and say, you know, here's a, here's a, a tool. Mm. I can, I can give this to you. I can serve this to you. You have to accept it. And there was no strings. And I felt safe to receive that from you because I desperately needed all that. Mm-hmm. But it was in my, where I was healing from toxic relationships mm-hmm. and situations where anytime that I received support, it was that ingratiation versus integrity. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel clear. It didn't feel clean. And there was an agenda. There was a, well, I did this for you. Now I want that Mm -hmm. almost like an imprisonment, you know, Mm -hmm. from, from close people in my life, like my mom and Mm -hmm. my ex, you know, it wasn't on a stranger level. We're talking like, you know, pod. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why I had to, You know, kind of journey alone for a long time to see who I was without any of that interference. And for so to let you in, your intention and your energy felt so clean and pure. And it just stepped in with that grace to allow me to activate what I needed to activate on a healing level. And so many times Mm -hmm. and throughout the years. So thank you for that. And I think that is the essence of Sarita as a, as an archetype, as a healer, as an empowering healer, that you get to be in the community offering this to people. And what
1: I so appreciate about you is you're, you're challenging that concept of myself and helping me dig a little bit deeper to root out more impurities that, that are within me. For example, the Eve card, right? there, mm-hmm. There is that part of me still that will have difficult days. And you've always been able to bring that to me without judgment and to allow me um, a sacred connect, which is the gift of fire and a ritual, which you're completely um, blessed with the capacity to SMUD's the proverbial space for us. And I have always been able to come to you with with concerns or initiating spaces where I want a certain vibratory template to hold. So you have definitely challenged me to go deeper, um, to shave my head um, in solidarity to, um, you know, to question, um, the authenticity of, of the father of, um, the travel, the road that I'm on. So you have always asked me to, to look at that darker, deeper part of myself with, um, with complete, um, not just not judgment, but honor.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Side note, Sarita and I shaved our heads together. We did it. It was the best. (laughs) It was, was, we were entering winter solstice and we had a group meeting with our um, YSC class and I announced I'm going to shave my head tonight. (laughs) I'm cutting my dreadlocks off. And um, Devaki, the gardener, had asked if I would do a fire ritual for the solstice like priestess and some of the drummers got involved it ended up being a really cool procession down to the garden and it was powerful but I knew I wanted to offer my dreadlocks that night at at the solstice Mm -hmm. fire and um when I announced it to the group a few people chimed in and said I will do this with you and um it was uh, Harmony and Rajesh mm-hmm, that's s- right. held space for me that night. I think you were busy and couldn't attend the actual, my part of the uh-huh. ceremony. But then in the morning, <laughs> I knocked on your door. I think I had my dress in a basket. <laughs> <laughs> they looked like a furry animal. And um, you just grabbed your clippers. And she was fearless, man. She just was like. <laughs> <laughs> and you had these like, it was a good shoulder length curly bob going on. Mm-hmm you had a lot of thick gorgeous hair and you just were like Mm-mm, and shaved it all off and there it was we're just like no mom and dad we're not joining a cult wearing <laughs> right? beige playing the the cartels and our set song with our shaved heads following a guru <laughs> Oh, i love
1: your memory of things of course i just you're such a great um recorder of of our lives yes yes burn bright beautiful one just go on dance in the fire and let your light shine
0: thank you so much for this talk thank you for this time to share with us and share your knowledge and wisdom and go out to her website y'all and check it out it's a really fun quiz the cards are totally accessible and approachable it's not anything that you need Tons of education to get into. It's just right there. Practical applications for wellness in the seasons as we walk the wheel of the year. Super good work. Thank you, Sarita, Thank so much. You. I honor you, sister.
1: I see you and I love you. You brought. I love you.
0: <laughs> we'll have to do this again yes, soon. Please. Absolutely. Yes, okay. okay. Much love and aloha. Aloha thank you for stopping by this is navier alora i am a natural born clairvoyant medium and a lifelong experiencer of the weird i am a certified energetic herbalist a reiki master teacher since 1999 a pagan priestess a world traveler and a wandering witch I have over 29 years experience with divination and the tarot. I offer psychic tarot readings via phone or video call, Akashic Record past and parallel life consultations, minor astrology, charts and relationship readings, and witch school. Check out my Patreon page at patreon.com backslash awanderingwitch. Consider becoming a patron to support me my works this podcast and to receive all sorts of goodies like the cauldron raffle where each full moon you get a chance to win a free reading new moon astro tarot forecasts with actual sky awareness personal monthly clairvoyant readings mind astrology wave spell updates full moon reiki ritual boosts with guided meditations and sound healings the magi witch school and bonus podcast content only available to my patrons check out my website awanderingwitch.com follow me on social media on facebook at awanderingwitch and on instagram at a__wandering__witch brewing in the cauldron I have a new tarot workshop and a Mayan astrology course stay tuned for more info Big thank you and musical credit to Julia Coolmas. A shout out to my patrons. Ba ba. Your support means the world. And thank you for listening. A hooey ho witches. Until we meet again. Stay weird.